So tell us about the paper that you and your colleagues at Kaiser in Honolulu, what were the main findings? Well, the nice thing about uh, doing research in Honolulu is that it's a captive population. If you give someone a steroid injection and things don't go well, they come back to see you. Right. Whereas in other parts of the country, they may, they may end up elsewhere, which makes it a little bit harder to have follow-up. Mm-hmm. But we basically looked at um, patients who had gotten steroid injections over a three- or four-year period and uh, followed them forward. And long story short, we found that um, in our collection of about 600 patients who got um, among them a little over 1,000 injections, we found that the risk of the uh, hip going on to what we termed rapidly progressive arthritis, that means where you get you know 10 or 20 years worth of hip degeneration in just a couple months. Wow. We found that that happened overall about 5% of the time. Wow. Did you now see the, um, Did you see any femoral was, head collapse? Yeah, exactly. So the hips, uh, as you know, is a ball and socket joint, and the ball is at the very top part of the thigh bone, ter- termed the femoral head, and it's normally round and shaped like a ball. Um, but if uh, something causes that ball to disintegrate quickly, then you'll, you'll have femoral head collapse. So yes, we did see that. Um, and of course, the notable thing was that it happened very, very rapidly. Hmm. Um, we did find that that risk of that happening um, varied based on what types of injections you got. Hmm. So if you just had a single injection that had a low-dose amount of steroid, the chances of that happening was about 2%. But if you happen to have a high-dose injection and more than one of them, that risk went up to 10%. So hmm. fully 10% of patients who had multiple high-dose injections had their hips disintegrate quickly, which was really remarkable. What I tell my patients is if you come to me because you've had an injection, you got to wait six months before I'm going to now convert you to a hip replacement because of the risk of infection. Did you see uh, any immune responses in a negative way from the cortisone shot into the hip joint? Yeah, um, so we we didn't look at that in our um, study, um, mainly because there there have been other studies that have pretty much most of the prior research on injections have focused on the risk of infection, mm-hmm. and that's something that we certainly um, believe. And you know, I like you wait a good six months before doing a replacement after injection because of the the risk of infection. So that's pretty well established, um, mm-hmm. and we didn't really look at that in our in our study, but I do believe it's true. Mm. What surprised you in the study? In the I think the surprising thing was I'd say two things. Number one, just that this this rate was relatively high, um, and number two, that it it hasn't really been shown previously. Mm. Um, there are a handful of kind of one-off case reports where people will say, "I had this patient, this happened, and here's one case." Um, there's been about three of those in the literature, but they're, you know, it's 2021 and we've been doing injections for a long time. And I was surprised that um, this hasn't been shown previously, mm-hmm. but um, even within the last six months, there are now papers coming out um, showing this. So my suggestion is that now that this information is out there and patient uh, surgeons start looking at patients in their practice, I think more and more surgeons are going to see this. Yeah, I totally agree. Did you get any stink eye from the rheumatologists or the people in medicine who actually benefit because that's all they can do is give injections? (laughs) 
you know, one one choice we made early, which proved to be helpful, is we did the study with uh, three orthopedic surgeons and two radiologists <laughs> in our system. It's the radiologists who do the injections. Right. And at first, they were a little skeptical, <laughs> but once they saw the data, they had to admit, yeah, this is this is real. So mm-hmm. I think having them on the paper lended some legitimacy in those circles. I've written a book called Heal Your Hips with Linda Yui, all about water exercises, mm-hmm. belly button high water, walking mm-hmm. forwards and backwards in a pool. I really appreciate it. I'm a busy surgeon like you, but I mm-hmm. v- very much enjoy avoiding surgery for patients by being holistic. Um, what are your thoughts now, uh Kanu, in terms of if your hip hurts, should you get a cortisone shot? You know, it's funny you mentioned that book. When I was uh, in residency, um, <laughs> I had a surgeon who, for, for patients who, um, you know, did have arthritis, but it wasn't bad enough to, to warrant surgery, he would recommend that book to them. So ah, thank you for writing it. It's certainly <laughs> helpful. Um, thank you. But, you know, my, my recommendation that the, uh, at this point is if you have really end-stage arthritis, and you need a replacement, but for whatever reason, you're unable to get it. Logistical reasons, life circumstances, hey, I really want to go on this trip to Europe. Um, Getting an injection, to me, isn't a bad idea because the hip's already shot and you already need a replacement. Mm -hmm. The people where I really encourage them to think twice are those who have mild arthritis, Mm. moderate arthritis. It hurts every, every now and again, but you don't yet need a replacement. You might have another five, 10 years on your hip. Those people I really worry about because if they get an injection and then they need a replacement in two or three months, um, then I don't think that the injection's really really done them a service. Hmm. Do you think there's something unique, Kanu, to the hip joint itself? Is it different than when you put cortisone into a knee or a shoulder um, because of its geometry or its weight-bearing status? I think that is definitely true. Um, I, we haven't yet figured out the physiology of it, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, probably steroid injections in the knee increase cartilage degradation a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's not a huge amount. But clearly, um, there's something different about the hip, um, but we haven't yet figured that out. Listen, the world's a better place for people like you, Kanu. I can't thank you enough, and um, you, there will be pushback. You're, you're hurting some people's uh, way of making a living by putting a paper like that out there, but you need to be courageous, and uh, you're about as big and strong as it gets, so I'm sure you got wide shoulders, you can handle it, but the truth is what is all that really matters, and I really appreciate your, um, your intellect, your, your professionalism, your compassion, and it really is a bold statement to write a paper like that. So God bless you for doing it and keep doing it. And uh, you may be in Honolulu, but we're all listening. Well, thanks very much for giving us the opportunity to talk about our research. Yes. And yes, we do expect some letters to the editor. <laughs> all right, Kondo. Thanks so much for making time to be with us. You really uh, made Los Angeles and everybody else who's listening a better place because of what you're really spending time beyond just taking care of patients doing. Doing research is time-consuming. It's, it's grunt work. And uh, thank God for people like you to do it. I really can't thank you enough, and have a beautiful day in Honolulu. Thanks very much. Go okay. Patriots. <laughs> you got to get that in. Good for you, buddy. All right, Warriors, what a great guest to have. What great information. You're hearing it from someone who looks 600 patients. It's not like they looked at two people. Beautiful beautiful research and I'll keep bringing that information to you but to be able to get the author 
to take you behind the curtain is really special. Coming up next, I'll take you back into the operating room. We'll talk more. I want to talk about John ja Morant. He dodged the bullet. I also want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, who plays the Rams on Sunday. He's got a broken toe. How's he going to be able to do that? We'll use some clap revision. The number's 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. Holy emoji, clap man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's clapper vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating 